Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the REC Podcast, brought to you by REC Comics and Collectibles. I'm your host, Roman Chavez, and with me, as always, Eric Icarus. The Eric Dactyl, as he's known <laughs> in the streets, kids. The Eric Dactyl. You can follow us on Instagram at REC Podcast. You can follow myself at Roman REC Podcast, and you can follow the shop at REC Comics, where we're doing deals, and we're showing stuff in the store, and I've got Gunslinger Spawn number one bundles you guys should be interested in. So check it out. Check us out on Instagram. Come by the store, 7679 North Union Boulevard in Colorado Spring, Colorado, and come say hi. I'm here all day. This place will be my flying Dutchman. My soul will be bound to this building or whatever I, wherever you guys find my body, that's where I'm going to be, okay? <laughs> How you doing today, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Dude, I'm good, man. It feels like a long week, but it mm-hmm. felt like a good week. We uh, we we went out with our, with our friend yeah. of the show, uh, AJ, yeah, last night, and yeah. uh, it was very much like, um, you know that, oh God, what was that movie, uh, Hall Pass, where like the guys mm-hmm. go out and they're like, yeah, let's go out, let's get some drinks, and they go to like Applebee's. <laughs> Yeah. No, we, we didn't go to we didn't Applebee's. Go to Applebee's. We went to a pretty pretty cool bar. Yeah, a yeah. couple a couple steps above, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was fun. Played a little cornhole. Played a little cornhole, man. Yeah. It was uh, been a long time <laughs> since I played. I was uh, I was. I've uh, never played cornhole. And Eric was. Uh, I played in the cornhole. <laughs> play in, play. I played in a hole of corn one time. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was very strange. That's what I meant to say, yeah, kids. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm getting. Jesus, at. these kids today. Uh, but yeah, it was fun, man. But man, we're old, man. I was. Hey, you said you were feeling it a I little. I was today. a little hungover this morning. And I only not, had like three margaritas and a shot. One, two, three margaritas. It was. Uh, it's always nice to see your friends. This yeah, is yeah. a message out there to you guys. If you're taking things too seriously yeah. and you need some some friend time. Get it in. Yes. It's good for the soul. Good for the comic exactly. soul. And you, you know, you get it when you can because, you know, life gets in the way a lot. It does. So it when does. you have a chance to do it, just do it. Go yeah. out. It'll be fun. You'll be happy you did it. Do you know what else is good for the soul? Chicken soup. Chicken soup and what if, man. That's a great <laughs> evening if I've ever heard one. Light a couple candles. Get out my Marvel Select Uatu Ooh. and watch the season finale of What If. Um, one of the biggest things I've really enjoyed about the show is actually I've been spending a lot of time with my wife watching it, mm-hmm. yeah. and she often tells me, she's like, do you want to watch What If today? Like, I get lost in the week. And uh, she'll often remind me, mm. and I love that she's been into it, that this is something we've been able to do together, and this was quite the cliff. There okay. was quite the season finale, in I'm my opinion. I'm going to go opinion. with you, yeah. Yeah, the uh, you know we talked about the bro Thor episode. Eric was less into it. I was super into it. But the kicker on that episode was that great Ultra Ultron at the end that we continued the story on. And I assume that the rest of uh, most of the comic book internet uh, thought that they were going to be some type of uh, multiversal Avengers yes. going against this character. And that's exactly what we got. Yes. Uh, wow. What Didn't a, disappoint. Did not disappoint. <clears throat> um, we saw some fascinating, uh, you know, parallels between the universes. You know, this this what if Tony succeeds in making Ultron, but then Ultron wins. Mm-hmm. And then we see him, you know, in the previous episode, go through, do all of his jazz. But this is the Watcher saying, I need help. Spoilers, kids. And putting together the Avengers that we saw in all of the other episodes. Except one, which really bothered me, and we'll get to that. But I thought that was a really, really neat idea to uh, to assemble that team. Because I think you were the first one in our group that kind of picked mm. up on that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that would be really cool. I don't know how they would do that. Right. And that was before we had seen the Ultra Ultron. Right. Um, 
what a great character design. I need the toy like you wouldn't believe. Uh, I loved seeing... I mean, here we go. We got the team of Eric Killmonger, who has totally taken over Wakanda, but is definitely... Have has had better days. Uh, we have the uh, Doctor Strange Supreme. Yes, your Dark Strange. Dark Strange. Thank you, uh, Captain Carter. Uh, the Black Widow from the old, from the uh, one of the only living people. Actually, the only person left yeah. on Earth. I think yeah. is, is is Black Widow. Uh, Bro Thor. Who else? Oh gosh, we didn't get Spider Man. I know, which is odd because we got. You know, Killmonger, and we got oh, we got uh, T'Challa, yes, Star Lord, right. which yeah, is yeah. interesting. Which was that was kind yeah, of cool, actually. yeah, yeah, to have them both on a team. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else was uh, was good? Oh, and then the Gamora uh, from a universe that we hadn't really well, and seen. I thought we were going to get an episode. In that. Yes, so that's like the missing episode. So yes, we got this Gamora that we had never seen before, and turns out that. There was this episode that they didn't air. Yes. Um, I don't know if it was, there was something to do with COVID uh, restraints, constraints, and we're going to get the episode in season two. Right. Um, Which I think is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It gives us the character, and then, but, oh, okay. And then we get to learn about her later, kind of Tarantinoing in it. Well, I was, all, I was at Walmart, and I saw this um, What If Lego set, okay. and it was uh, full of characters that I hadn't seen. Oh, really? Like, and one of them was the Gamora. Okay. One of them was that Iron Man that she's with on Ninda Valir. Right. Um, or are they, is it Ninda Valir? Is that the Starheart? What's. Um, I think that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah I think so. My nerd stuff, guys. Um, you know, with uh, 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 Etri or Etri, yeah, Etri the dwarf, uh, they were looked like they were melting down the, the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're melting down the Infinity Gauntlet. Apparently, for that story, they kill Thanos. Okay. So, okay. and then they're, they're destroying the, uh, yeah, the gauntlet. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and yeah, we got to see some really interesting stuff. A, point, a thing that I wanted to talk to you about is I really liked how Dark Strange was so powerful. Yes. And it was kind of, I was like, why is he so helpful? And it's like, oh yeah, because he's both of the Strange. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. Because uh-huh. he's back to normal. Yes. So it stinks that the good Strange kind of had like, his prison is being the, part of the Dark Strange. Exactly, yeah. Which sounds way I dirtier like than I meant it to I be. like Dark Strange. Um, the... And it was really cool just, like, how powerful he was. And while they're fighting Ultron, and Ultron's like, oh, if I kill you, everybody else will die. So that was really neat, too, because we talked just – and it was yeah. great. And I bet you Kevin Feige and his people, they've heard us talk about it. And it's like, oh, man, if either Doctor Strange and Thor were fighting Thanos or Doctor Strange right, right, and right. Hulk, like, if it there was just a, a combo – but they didn't have all the big players they on didn't. one page. So, no. uh, so yeah, it was kind of had Tony and Strange were the heavy hitters on that team yes. in, in um, Infinity War. And really, Tony just just because he can do a lot. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't remember all that for a drop of blood. You exactly. Know? Right. Right. It would hold Muff. It would have been really cool if they would have brought in the kind of pacifist Thanos from Star Lord's thing. <laughs> yeah. Because there's another story there where he helps them. Yeah. And then, yeah. The, and then the stones. I, start I honestly like thought they were to going to bring him. Yeah. Into it, like you know, yeah. having him fight Ultron mm-hmm. to rid of rhythm of the gems. Yeah. So I thought that uh, dichotomy had been worked really well, but they didn't do it, and it's okay. And then using Zola, yeah, using Zola. Yeah. I mean, it looked like they weren't going to be able to do that, and then they, you know, they did. I forgot about it, yeah. <laughs> and then they did it. I don't know. I, I I think it was all in all a well crafted uh, series with, I think. A lot of people are in your house where they just didn't care for the Brothor one as yeah, much. Yeah, I didn't. And everybody keeps saying, like, oh, if we would put it earlier, it would have felt better. 
I just don't think it had any business. Okay. It could I think Brothor would have worked as pacifist Thanos and like, Brothor was in a different story. Oh, as like how yeah. pacifist Thanos in, in T'Challa's story. Yeah. Just kind of like a little side thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it didn't deserve a whole episode. It really yeah. didn't. Yeah. I mean, I love it me didn't. some Bro Thor. I love Lebowski Thor. But it just... Ah, Fair mean, enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it, it was the weakest of the show. But yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed all of it. And it was kind of a nice... Uh, uh, now as a whole, it's kind of a nice break for like all of that action in those last mm-hmm. two. I was like, oh my god! Like, and not that I disliked it; it was amazing. Yeah. So, uh, great series. Yes. Thank you, Marvel, Feige, and team. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if not, come by the shop. Tell me. Talk to me about it. You can voice all your Marvel complaints to me. I'll tell somebody. Nobody's listening, but I'll tell them. I'll tell them. Pass it on for you. But, like, uh, I mean, we're definitely beginning a season two. You yes. know, I think they've already announced it. Yes. I mean, it's been doing good numbers. Um, so, I mean, it did live up to the hype for me. This it was did. the one I was most oh, excited it, for. Oh, so. this was the first time in a long time it exceeded the hype for mm. me. I was, uh, I was excited. There was a part of me that only thought I was going to love the zombie one. Right. Was that my favorite episode? Yeah. yeah. But that's because I have the zombie bend. Um, my favorite episode... Doctor Strange. That's the one you seem to talk about the most? Yeah, I would say, yeah. yeah. You're right. That, that is my favorite episode. Yeah. Yep. yep. Hands down. I, uh... I, it, got, it got the character right, and it got the, um... The, you know, it got the the essence of what if right. Mm-hmm. Like, the best for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, it, it did definitely have that... I felt like I could have been reading that one. Yeah. Like, in the early 90s. <laughs> that felt really comic booky. Oh, man, and when they brought the zombie horde... Yeah! ...from the other dimension, it's like... It's like, well, what are zombies going to do against against uh, Ultron? It's not what zombies will do. It's what they brought. And then you see Wanda, and I was like, oh, what a cool thing. I wish they would have expounded on that a little, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Because you saw her recognize him. Yes, yes. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, they could have done something else. That's r- yeah. But, but it was still cool. It was still cool, but yeah, you said that. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I have, uh, I, I don't have any complaints. I, nope, I really enjoyed it, it. I'm excited for a, a season two. I wonder if they'll carry on some of the motifs that they kind of left us dangling. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get brand new stuff? Is it going to be, because between now and then, I, I'm like, oh, what? They, they still have a bunch of other movies. No, we can, got, we got stuff. Still, yeah, there's still, tons, there's still tons of phase one stuff. So yeah, you didn't do. like Shang-Chi? You're probably not going to like the Eternals. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, Disney Plus shows, Marvel, they got it. They're, they're holding it down for us sinners, man. Dude, Shang-Chi was, was awesome. I, know, I loved it. Yeah. A lot of people are on the fence about it, I guess. I get I why they are. It. I thought it was great. I get why they are. Um, like, I, I I totally understand. This one This one is asking – Shang-Chi is, is asking yeah, a lot. It kind of is. It's but, a, yeah, for, for like the people that don't know. Like in the past, like, hey, guys, just hold my hand. We're going to go with you. Right, right, but right. But now – uh, you know, they hadn't seen a Marvel movie in two years. True. Uh, and you know they're less trusting. Yeah, it's true. You know, people then, are less trusting right now. And then, unfortunately, next is is the Eternals, and you know we'll see what happens, kids. It's gonna be good. It's gonna rock our minds. It's gonna be the Justice League we wanted. <laughs> Or is it the Justice League we deserve? <laughs> oh, I don't know, but we will see. You know what I didn't deserve this week, Eric? What's that, dude? And I don't think a lot of people in the industry deserve it either. Oh, jeez. Uh, this week was the first week that Penguin Random House uh, took over shipping uh, for Marvel Comics. If you guys remember uh, from last year's episodes, uh, DC Comics had left Diamond, who had been supplying DC Comics for like 20, 25 years, something crazy like that. Diamond had the monopoly on it. They were they were uh, distributing all comic stuff to all comic retailers. When COVID shut down their distribution centers, DC was – they needed to get their comics out, so they 
is my understanding, got in a cahoots with Midtown Comics. It created Lunar Distribution. I say Lunar. It's probably just Lunar, but Lunar sounds more important to me. It sounds more comic. It, it sounds more superhero. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, it sounds like a person, like yeah, Lunar. Yeah, Lunar. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Lunar's been great. They okay. package things really well. They uh, because it's Midtown, so they know how to how to work comics. Very few damages uh, happen with them. Well, Penguin Random House started the first week of October. Over twenty five percent of my order was damaged, um, and for me, being a young baby comic store, uh, you know that's a lot. That's that's a lot. Like I, I I could only imagine. So when I went online to see what other people were dealing with, I was seeing people showing stacks 200 comics this and that and uh you know nerds are we're real picky when it comes to our uh, the condition of our comics and that's great and man i gotta tell you guys i called Lun or not lunar i called a uh, uh, random house and their customer service they couldn't have been nicer uh the guy sounded super flustered he sounded like they were uh, obviously they were fielding this all day they just it was just poor packaging job uh they are giving retailers free shipping okay. so i wonder if that'll change now which it's i mean i'll pay for it I'll, if it means I i'm gonna get my comics you'd rather pay for yes. it not to be damaged totally Totally. I mean, yes. I was able to fill the orders that the, of the small amount of uh, of my clientele that, that, that was able to come, but I did sell out of things that I normally wouldn't have. But uh, you, got, you got another store like the Cowardly Lion here in town, uh, and you know, I'm sure they had a lot of books damaged. I uh, I don't I, I don't know what he's saying. I <laughs> but the yeah, it, it was wild. But sounds like they're going to take care of us. I can't imagine I'm going to get replacements. They said they were going to try. Because I mean, so you know, getting credit at least you'll get credit. Yeah, I'll get credit. Okay. Yeah, I'll okay. definitely so they, get credit. So they were handling it very yes. well. Yeah, they're going to take care of it. Well, I don't want to say what I'm getting because they might not have done it for everybody. Sure. So I don't. I assume they would. They're big, right, but they, big had, they, they, did, they did do something. Yes, but they did. I, I'm happy. Okay. I'm, I'm getting taken care of. I, I assume the rest but of you are too. Uh, as far as I'm concerned. One time in the business, this business is uh -huh. one time too many. <sighs> you know, I get mistakes happen, but the first time out, the first time out's weird. This, yeah, this is a bad first impression. Doing damage. I mean, uh -huh. like, you, I like we were talking a little bit. I don't under, I don't think Penguin Random House understood that comic books are not like normal books. Yes, they're they're dealing with collectors. They're yes. not dealing with just you know you go. Uh, readers. Um, and I know that sounds crazy to somebody who does not collect comics, but. It's just what it is. I'm less. I'm only picky about stuff I'm sending to CGC. Right, right, right. I I, I buy books. Well, I used to. I, I would buy books to read and and to put oh, away. But you're still buying books. Technically, I'm still buying a lot of books that came damaged. Um, <laughs> but it was. Uh, yeah, it's just you know, it, it, we like things a certain way, and they right. were not. You know, because I think usually I think the the industry norm is like you account for like twenty percent damaged. Sure. So there, that's probably twenty percent more, but. Oh, there yeah. was more than twenty percent oh, damaged. Yeah. You know, again, I had I had uh, I had twenty five percent of my my product damaged. So I, I can't imagine everybody's getting replacements. Um, but uh, I know I'm getting a credit, so I'm happy about that. And uh, and we'll see what they do. But man, that's that's a wild that's a wild first step. Yes, for sure. I, because uh, I mean, last year we talked about this, you know, division of how these comic books were going to be dispersed and. We all knew it was going to be interesting. Yeah. You know, I felt like it was putting a wedge between companies and, and how, you know, the collectors were going to get their product. Yeah. And, it, and it's already starting. Yeah. You know, hopefully they take a page out of Lunar's. Because even Diamond, you know, one of the big uh, gripes with Diamond right. is that Diamond doesn't really 
package very well. They did. Okay. But they were the only show in town. Oh, so they had the monopoly. Yeah, so they could do whatever they wanted. Like it did, but now now that they have competition again, which is always great for the sure. for the sellers yeah. or for the buyers. Of course. Is uh, you know, their stuff has gotten better. Okay. They're getting quicker at retur- uh, at, at fill- refilling orders, but still like when I get my diamond shipments, it looks like somebody went like oh, shuffled them in. Man. I'll have I'll have hulks over here and I'll have hulks over here and it's like why why aren't these all in the same spot? Right, right. I don't get it. But Lunar, they have impeccable packing. I think and Lunar is doing um, DC. DC, okay. yeah. Diamond is doing all of the indie. So Image, Boom, Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite, Dark Horse, everything that's not Marvel and DC, which is wild. But good thing because we, we still need the we still need the, the tent poles here. Right. And good thing that you know Diamond can focus on the indie stuff. Sure. They can get a lot more done. Yeah. Um, and uh, hopefully concentrate and get better there, and then maybe you know because what what Diamond did back in the day, they just started buying out the other distributions. So there were there were a bunch back in the day too, but then they were buying them all up. So we'll see. I think in our lifetime we'll see it again. But okay, yeah. Uh, so because like the, the split happened, so DC ends up going with Lunar. Mm-hmm. And then Marvel stayed with Diamond for a while, right? Marvel stayed with Diamond until they could uh, – I think they were just like, hey, we're Marvel. We're Disney. Right. Somebody's going to want to do this for us. And uh, I mean they signed the deal last year. So sure, we've sure. known about this for a while. Right, right, right. It just wasn't going to start until October. Yes. Um, so yeah, you know, it, it, hopefully it forces them to up their game because I'm getting – I mean, I am actually getting a lot of books from from Diamond still because right. I'm I'm in our store. We're we're bringing in a lot of indie books, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, at least enough to put out on the shelf. Uh, and if you have any special orders you need taken care of, talk to your man. Some talk to your boy here. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm still getting a lot of stuff from Di- uh, from Diamond. Our Gunslinger Spawn bundles those those are coming from Diamond. So and I accounted for a twenty percent damage when I ordered them. So hopefully we won't have to have any replacements. But hopefully Diamond just takes good care of us. We'll see. I've never ordered that many comics. I'd order 250 of those spawns. Oh, really? You <sighs> please buy them. <laughs> I don't. Uh, uh, no, no. Please buy them. Yeah, no, I'm doing the old reverse psychology. Oh, mm, mm. Um, we have some recommendations this week, hey, guys. We're recommendation gonna... station. Yes, but that choo, is. Choo. Uh, <laughs> do you listen to the JRVP? Is that what you're doing? So it, oh yeah, dude, that's so weird. Yeah, on on uh, Jesselnik's podcast, they do a recommendation station, and then the co-host goes choo choo. Like I, oh my, dude, I know, I didn't know jo- he had a podcast. Oh yeah, 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 he does. He's one of my favorite comedians too, dude. Oh, you'd love it. Oh, and you'd love it because it, it's it's our podcast, but with his buddy, his best friend Greg Rosenthal. Who oh, the, an, the, the, an, the alpha, the alpha yes, guy. That's his best friend. Weird. They went to college together. They they what? live together. Yeah, they're like best friends, and it's called JRVP. The uh, Jesselnik and Rosenthal Vanity Project. That's perfect. Yes. I didn't, I really, dude, that's, oh, yeah. I'm checking that at out. I end, didn't know that. At the end of every episode, he goes, and now it's time for Recommendation Station. Choo, choo. Just like that. That is flipping funny. Dude, that's exactly <laughs> like verbatim. Like I thought you were a JRVP fan like myself. So, uh, yeah, sorry to get off the, the rails there. But, uh, we hey, have some comic recommendations this week. So there we go. And they well, do. I think it's something, we'll call you are the, you are the Jesselnik of this yeah. group. So, um, <laughs> But we've got a few recommendations for you, uh, based stories, based on art, um, and a little bit of something from for, for everybody. Okay. Um, first thing first, we've got this beautiful copy of Arkham City, mm. um, New World Order, or I'm sorry, the Order of the World. Uh, but this Francisco Matina cover is beautiful. The interior art isn't as flashy as the cover art, but you come for this, you stay for that. Well, story. a lot of people don't understand our new comic book 
collector's owner saying, the, the cover, mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, is not going to be the interior art no. as well. And I'll so, give you a little – and, yeah. and try, not to, try not to be disappointed. And it's not that it's bad art. It's just this cover art is Sometimes amazing. You know, the cover, yeah, it's just and I mean this art is awesome. It's great. It's awesome. It's, it's just amazing. It's just that this other stuff was meant – I mean this is meant That's to get meant you to grab in. your eye. Yes. yes. This is the and candy. It's, it's got my boy Azriel on uh, the front. So come and get this. Beautiful. Beautiful piece of art. Everybody who's been buying that book, they've been picking up the main cover. Oh, really? Which I'll show you what the main cover yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually bought a, a variant recently too yeah. uh, for a friend of mine, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know it was a variant though. So this was the main cover for Arkham City, yeah. uh, The Order of the World, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Very, very yeah, uh, uh, Blade Runner feel yeah. oh, to yeah, it, I was you know? Getting ready to say. Yeah, very Ridley Scott. And everybody who's been buying, the, uh, bringing this up to me at the counter, I've been showing them this, and they're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I'll get that one. Yeah. I ordered more of these too, so I'm trying to sell them. But uh, yeah, so something cool, something to look for uh, if you come by the shop. Yes. Um, something interesting, worth a read, especially with what we're doing. Uh, actually, I'm going to, I'm going to break that up with some indie stuff real Here quick. Hold on. Uh, this one was fun. I was really excited about this because I don't know. I just think that the cover image was awesome. It was the first indie book I've read in a while mm -hmm. and it was called A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. Uh, by Rick Remender, I think that's how you say his name. Yep. Um, this was super slow, super slow story. Last couple pages really make it worth it, and oh. I am super excited. If you like Seven, this felt a little like Seven in the first issue. That's no, awesome. No spoilers. No spoilers but for you. there is a spoiler cover. There is a spoiler cover. We have three covers here on the shelf for you kiddos, and you'll have to come check those ones yeah, out. Yeah, there's All a cover right? that's pretty amazing. Uh... You know, we're going we're going this way in the films, we're going this way in the universe, and they're trying to get you guys on board, and we have Dark Hold Omega number one. Uh, we're going to be following some stories, more stories with magic, uh, with all the stuff we're seeing with Doctor Strange, obviously with Scarlet Witch <clears throat> in the MCU, we do see the comics start to reflect that. Everybody believes that that book that she's holding at the end is the Dark Hold. well, I mean it is. We I know thought it was the Necronomicon. It is not the Necronomicon. You know better. <laughs> um, so they are doing some Dark Hold related stories. There's going to be a bunch of miniseries coming out. So uh, uh, you're going to want to check some of those out if you're into Marvel and magic. Um, one of the uh, more interesting uh, recommendations to oh, me yes. Yes. Uh, in, in, in quite a while uh, was from a customer uh, who was like, hey, are you going to get this book in? I hadn't heard of it. Didn't know the company. Didn't know anything about it. And it was this from Blue Juice Comics, and it's Billy the Kit. Uh, sounds ridiculous. Looks ridiculous. I mean, it looks awesome, but it's like, oh, this is like a rabbit and a gun. It kind of reminds me of Tank Girl. Mm, yes, okay. It's very indicative. It's kind of a uh, uh, steampunky, supernatural mm -hmm. gunslinger story. So if you like, if you like kind of uh, a Western, mm -hmm. supernatural type stuff, like episodes of Supernatural that took place in the Old West – you would really like this. There's magic going on. There's uh, um, what's what, elemental gods going oh, on. Okay. And this uh, is a cat. This is a, uh, a bunny. Bunny. He's a rabbit. This world of animals. Okay. I'll show you a quick. I'm just going to show you this quick thing without you guys having to read it. But I, it's violent. This is not. This is not for the uh, for the kiddos. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It's a wild book, guys. It's uh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you'd be into this, yeah. really. Um, so just something different. If you're a little tired of superheroes, which I'm not, but some people are, something worth checking out. Yes. Uh, and then something for you collectors, something for you guys who just want to have cool things, um, something that doesn't happen a lot. 
we have these very, very interesting variants coming out over the next month and a half or so. Uh, some of you may recognize this image as a Joe Jusco Marvel masterpiece uh, trading card from 93 or 91? 92, sorry. Okay, something like 90, that. It's 90, 1992 Marvel masterpiece, Joe Jesco exclusive. He did all, all of the of cards. Them. So they're doing, they're doing variant covers, uh, kind of celebrating the anniversary of this uh, set, yeah. and uh, they're doing them across pretty much all of their titles, at least all of their main titles. Sure. So there's probably going to be, I mean, there's going to be at least 60 of them at yeah, some yeah. point. I mean, there's going to be a bunch. Yeah. And uh, It's hands down my favorite card set. Hands down. Hands down. And I'm glad they're paying tribute to it, kids. If you don't, there was a uh, training card boom last year. Uh, earlier this year, actually. was it earlier? It was this early, year? Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's how weird it is. It was earlier yeah, this yeah. year. COVID yeah. really. I mean, I'm on COVID time still, um, but yeah, there was a point when a box of these '92 Jesco masterpieces were going for what 300, 400 bucks. Oh, more oh, like a sealed box. A thousands. sealed box. About, okay. Yeah. Now I sold a just full set, no, um, no specials, no holograms. Okay. For four hundred dollars, so but like a sealed like box, yeah, they were going for, yeah, they were going for a lot. Yeah. Um, they've since come down. Yeah, it's evolved drastically. Yeah, like, <laughs> but it's worth buying. Worth buying They're because worth beautiful just art. that set alone is beautiful worth art. And if you don't want to get those and you want to get yourself a cool comic that pays tribute, yeah, like I kind of want to frame a whole set of these, man. Dude, yeah. Oh, how. How rad would that be? That would be awesome on a wall. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, that would be awesome on a wall. So we've got a few different selections in store uh, right now. Come by. Would you, check us out. I thought it would be <laughs> – I thought they had hit the um, nail on the head by having a one artist do the entire set of cards. Oh, yeah. They. I don't think they really did that ever again. No, they Once did. Once or twice. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, they would – but it was it was like that was by oh, far yeah. Jesco stuff. I mean yeah. that that had to take a long for that time. quality too, and like because there was like Liefeld and Jim Lee ones. Sure, and the Jim Lee ones were great. They're the right. Liefeld ones, yeah, just but not this my favorite. This is like yeah. on a different level. This, like I would, I bet, I wonder what those original pieces of art go for. They got to be going for because did he ever Jesco do comic books? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, okay. he's a yeah, he's a comic book artist. Because I only like know a, him from from the cards. Yeah, so he's mostly a cover guy. Yeah, oh, that make, you know, so, so that makes total yeah. sense. Yeah, so yeah, you, you, you'll you'll see his work. Um, he's done stuff very recently. Yeah, oh yeah, he's still kicking, huh? Still kicking, doing love doing you, the, man. doing the I thing, love it, dude. Yeah, and I mean, oh yeah, those I'm I'm so excited. I ordered a bunch, so yeah, come by the shop, check them out. Um, come kids, by this. come by, yeah, <laughs> Sentinel's still here, guys. We talked about this. Somebody bring Yasekajuias, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Big up for Columbus Day. Yeah, hey, Indigenous Peoples Day tomorrow. It's exciting. So big ups to Warpath, Warpath. Thunderbird, RIP. Shaman, Comanche Chief, Comanche or Chief. Apache Chief, Apache sorry. Chief, Apache Chief in uh, Who else who we else? got here? I mean, I'm sure there's more. Oh, um, uh, uh, Moonstone or Moonstone. not Moonstone? Um, Danny. Danny, Danny Moonstar. 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 No, it's Moonstone. God, I'm, I'm trying. Danny Moonstone. Yeah, right? Empath, you know? <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big ups uh, to all of uh, all my red brothers and sisters in the comic book industry. Love you. Even though that doesn't matter. If you're good, you're good. Yeah, keep just, it, keep just be real. good, kids. Just keep just it real. That is our show. If you like what we're doing, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, leave us some comments below. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, have you been reading any of the books that I suggested? Uh, please give us some recommendation choo-choos, all right? <laughs> I'm still reeling from that. Dude, I did oh, not know oh my God. It's cracking me up. It's cracking me up. Um, <laughs> click the subscribe button. Hit the bell. Uh, Eric, do you have any final thoughts for us today? Uh, you know, 
I, I, I think uh, I got to learn some more Native American comic book characters. I think you should. I mean, there's probably only two more, you know? You, they, they're, uh, <laughs> they got eradicated. They're rare. <laughs> yeah, they're real rare. Yeah, they're always sent out first. <laughs> All right, kids. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. I have been your host, Roman Chavez. I'm still Eric Icarus. And we will catch you on the next podcast. Eric Redcorn, sorry. Eric Redcorn. <laughs>